Welcome to the Person and the Power podcast with Pastor Tim Johnson, as he invites us to cultivate a deep and profound relationship with the Holy Spirit of the living and loving God. After 25 years of ministry, Pastor Tim's desire is that all of us would experience both the Spirit's transformational intimacy and the supernatural activity in our daily lives. Now, here's Pastor Tim. So my wife Pam loves the moon absolutely loves the moon in fact i'm pretty sure she was truly disappointed when she read in revelation that there will be no need for sun nor moon in the new heaven and the new earth now that doesn't necessarily mean there won't be a sun or a moon i think that's open to interpretation but she was i think honestly disappointed thinking wait it's like the moon it's my favorite part of creation. We spend a lot of times, uh, a lot of time, in, in almost all kinds of weather uh, outside if we can. But especially in the evenings, I know Pam and I have our hot chocolate time. Some of you have heard about that. But around 9:30 each night, she goes to bed earlier than I do. But before she goes to bed, we we just take a break from everything and we spend about 30 minutes drinking hot chocolate. Even on a hot summer night, we we drink hot chocolate. Sometimes it's by a fire. Sometimes it's on the porch, sometimes it's inside, but a lot of times, if possible, it will be outside looking up at the moon. And she loves all the phases of the moon, whether it's the little sliver of the moon, whether it's that moon you can see the face, you know, you can actually see a face in the moon. Uh, full moon, of course, she loves that. This, the big harvest moon, you know, it's like, <laughs> like so big, it looks like a planet on top of you. Uh, so she loves the moon. But that's not only part of creation she loves. She also, she loves this, this concept of how does, how did the ocean know how far to come? Like, how, how did that happen? So, and that comes right out of Job, Job 38, where you see that passage of scripture where God is talking to, to Job after giving Job and his friends a whole lot of leeway. Uh, you also see that, I think, in Proverbs. You see maybe a, another passage in Psalms. Nicole Mullins made that phrase famous uh, with a song, a uh, praise song, uh, years and years ago um, about how the waves can only come so far. And so that's how powerful God is. And, and, and Pam just absolutely loves creation. She loves creation so much that she almost got me into a fistfight. We were newly married and I believe it was like the first year we may have, I don't think we were dating. I don't think we were engaged. I actually think we were like maybe um, had just gotten married uh, maybe a year or two into our marriage. We were living in Battle Creek, Michigan, and we were attending the Battle Creek Balloon Festival, Hot Air Balloon Festival, where, you know, Tony the Tiger, Kellogg's, uh, all kinds of uh, uh, I remember Dutch Boy Paints. Oh my goodness, there's these literally dozens and dozens of huge hot air balloons were blown up. They uh, and they were they call it the balloon glow if you've ever been to one. And then the I think that next night is the balloon launch. So I'm not sure which one it was, but we had attended uh, the, that balloon festival. I think every year that we lived in Battle Creek loved it. One night, of course, the parking lot we were parking in the grass field. Parking lot is obviously a it just chaos, you know, trying to, at, at the end of it, people are uh, trying to go this way and that way. There wasn't a lot of direction as far as people saying, here, come this way. No one with lights, no one with security vest. And so we're sitting there and I'm driving I, and Pam's in the back with 
uh, with her mom. I'm in the front driving with dad, uh, with her dad, uh, sitting in the passenger seat. And so we were, uh, this is before kids, uh, so again, just first couple years of marriage for sure. But we were, as we were sitting there in the parking lot or in the grass field that was the parking lot, somebody right next to us, a, a gentleman probably in his maybe 30s, maybe early 40s, I still see his face because I was, I was going to have to fight him. He threw out, I think, a, I want to say a Wendy's bag or a McDonald's bag of trash. Oh, my gosh. Pam was ready to rumble. She was. I mean, she like, she rolled her window down. You remember that used to be where you actually roll a window down, not push a button? She rolled her window down and said, hey, hey. And I'm like looking like, what, what, sweetheart? Hey, pick that up. And he's like, what are you doing? Like, stay in your lane. Like that look, you know, like, don't, you know, don't, what are you yelling me for? And she said, you're littering. You're littering. You're not supposed to litter. Don't litter in front of my wife. Don't, don't litter in front of Pam Johnson. She will, um, yeah, she'll, she's a little bit, uh, yeah, she, that gets a little hot pretty quick. That's one of those buttons she put that you can push because she loves creation so much. So uh, fine. And of course they're from Chicago, Pam, dad, mom from Chicago. I'm from Kentucky. I'm over here at the steering wheel thinking I, I'm trying to calm, trying to deescalate, but they're yelling back and forth, uh, pick that up. And Pam is trying to grab the, uh, the, the handle to get out. I think mom reaches over and, and closes the door uh, and says, no, 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 stay in. I think maybe someone said, let Tim get out. No, I don't think she said that. But it's like, I'm going to die. I'm going to get into a fist fight over a bag of trash because that's how much Pam loves creation. <laughs> anyway, uh, my kids, my uh, Taylor, our oldest, uh, he's our son. He loves creation. Now, this is when we were living here, first couple years, first few years, he and Tyler Best, some of you know Tyler Best really well, uh, a spiritual son of mine, love the boy, and uh, he, he and Taylor have been best friends for years. Well, they wanted to stay the night in our backwoods, so I'm actually sitting on our deck. You may hear some night sounds, like, listen, every bug and every, uh, every bug that makes noise has come out tonight. Uh, so I hope it's not too distracting sitting out here on purpose because we're talking about creation and I really want, to, want you to hear a little bit of the creation that I'm sitting in the midst of. So right here back in the back 40, uh, before actually some of the land had been cleared, Taylor and Tyler wanted to stay the night. I think it was a Friday night. I want to say, I may be wrong on this, it seems like it was either early springtime spring, early summer at the very latest, or late summer, early fall. But it was kind of a little bit cooler night, I believe. And because I remember they were in jeans and I think long sleeve shirts, maybe even a, a light jacket. Well, all I remember, so I, it was a Friday night. I, I do remember that. The next Saturday morning, <laughs> I remember them coming in early, pretty early. And so, well, how was it? <laughs> and they said, oh my gosh. Not only did we freeze to death, we thought we were going to die because they kept hearing coyotes. And we do have a whole bunch of coyotes right here in, in this area between uh, our backyard woods and the creek by, behind the church. And so they literally thought they were going to die because they kept hearing coyotes. They got zero, say zero, zero sleep 
between the cold and between, and I'm not even sure, I don't think they had a tent. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they wanted to just sleep under the stars. Uh, they may have had a sleeping bag. They may have had you know, something like that, but they did not have any, they didn't have a tent. And now God bless them. I think they, they, they handled, they, they did it all night. But it was so funny the, when they come home uh, that morning, they thought they were going to die. They really did. So Taylor and Colleen, his wife, they have been married six years, I think now. And they love, love, love creation. They love going out. Uh, their dog, Sabo, their hound, Sabo, the three of them go out uh, on the, and whatever, whenever they can go to vacations. I think they just got back from Michigan. Oh, no, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. And they find, whether it's Airbnbs or cabins, they have, uh, they have roughed it. Uh, they've tried to find places where they could actually rough it as much as they could because they just love hiking. They'll take pictures of themselves, uh, you know, kind of send to the family and say, hey, here, we're going to hike this peak. Uh, love from early, early on. Taylor being a 100% boy now, of course, a uh, young man, uh, he would always do the uh, challenge of getting far as far to the edge of a cliff or an overhang or a rock as he could without uh, without falling over and dying or without causing me and his mom to have a to have a coronary so but he they love nature um, and they love creation um, now Merritt uh, our oldest daughter and she lives in Colombia now she's our full-time missionary uh, if you want to go back to, well, we were talking about oceans earlier she loves, loves, loves the beach. Uh, she really, she just loves the beach and a couple of reasons, I think, uh, sun and sand and warmth. But uh, I do remember before she went, before we took her, after college graduation, I believe, before we took her to, before she went to Columbia for an internship, which was going to turn into full-time mission work in Columbia. She lives there now. She, she's engaged uh, to a great young man named Jacob. And they're getting married next uh, next year. So, but before they were to, she was to embark. She wanted a trip with dad, and she wanted to go to. We looked around. We kind of figured it out. We went to Gulf Shores, Gulf Shores, Alabama. And uh, my mom was from Alabama, Anniston, Alabama. It had been a long time since I'd been there to visit. I'd never been to Gulf Shores that I remember. So we went there, and we made it a point one day to spend the day at the beach. Uh, the water wasn't necessarily uh, pretty or the beach wasn't really pretty, but uh, it was a beach. And now, guess what? She lives literally on the coast of um, uh, the, uh, the Caribbean Sea uh, there in Tulu, uh, in, the, in, Carta, in, um, in Colombia. So she lives literally just, I mean, she goes, uh, she's able to go to the beach not necessarily anytime she wants, but pretty much anytime she wants. And the reason she loves creation, I was actually talking to her earlier just for this podcast, and one of the things she loves is the sand. And this is something I've shared before with youth groups, and this is something I've shared before with people uh, who will listen to me. The sand. Think about it. Every grain of sand in all of creation, every grain of sand in the deserts, every grain of sand on beaches, every grain of sand in the in the ocean floor all grains of sand created uniquely by god come on come on pam would say the same thing just the variety the incredible diversity the incredible um, awness just the awness 
of creation, just the incredible allness of creation, um, and and the and the variety and the uniqueness and the individuality. And so again, snowflakes different, raindrops different, blades of grass different, grains of sand. And Merritt would say, just to think about, and you know, of course, we go back to Psalm 139, that the Lord thinks of us as outnumbers the His thoughts of us outnumber the grains of sand. Come on, the Lord thinks of us. The Lord thinks of you, listening right now, thinks of you more than there are grains of sand in the world. You and I would never be able to count the grains of sand in the world. His thoughts toward you and toward me are more than that. Come on. Olivia is our youngest, and I will say that the love of creation did not necessarily get passed down to her. She she's okay. Uh, there's a part there's parts of creation she likes, but she doesn't like bugs. Uh, she's not a big fan of outside and outdoors. Uh, she does not like the heat. And now, although she has done great jobs in summer camps working with kids, she's done incredible working at hot summer camps in summers and and working with kids and and all kinds of environments. But but she does like stars. She loves stars, and and her and I share that we. Um, I love all of creation. I'm a huge lover of creation. I'll come to that here in just a moment. But we do share, Olivia and I share this love of stars. And she loves, uh, I, I remember uh, many times we'd finish, uh, Pam would go in to, to get ready for bed and go to sleep. But, but Olivia and I, on a Friday night, sometimes a Saturday night, sometimes whatever night, we would just sit by the fire. The fire is already kind of burning down low. And we just kind of look up. And we would just begin to look up and see the uh, the, the Big Dipper, the Little Dipper, uh, you know, the, the different stars, the constellations, the planets, Mars and Venus. And every now and then, yep, shooting stars. I'll get to that here in just a few minutes. One, <laughs> one night, I want to say it was a, oh, I think it's a Saturday night. It was right before church, I believe, on Sunday morning. Uh, but it may, have been, it may have been on the weekend, uh, maybe a Friday as well. But, but I think it was a Saturday night. And we, it was the best um, viewing time for this meteor shower. Uh, this was only probably six years ago, maybe seven. And, and so best viewing. Now, if you know anything about Firmers Chapel, there are two security lights. And we're very thankful for them. There's a lot of sketchiness goes on here at night sometimes in the cemetery and in the this big parking lot across from the church, which is right attached to our property at the parsonage. And so, so there's a big security light. I'm looking right at it right now. And then there's another security light that, 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 puts, that shines on the church. Again, very thankful for it, but it does not help stargazing. It does not help stargazing at all. So what you have to do is go on the other side. So go, we have to go on the garage side of the house. And this particular night, we got some blankets. We laid them out. I think it was me, Pam, Merritt, and Olivia, I think. I'm trying to remember if Merritt was there. I think she was. But I know, <laughs> I know Olivia was there because we're watching for it. And there weren't as many as we thought. We were actually a little disappointed. You know, we were right there, best viewing times. But again, we looked straight up in the sky. We were laying down on the driveway, but we had blankets laying down. So it wasn't, obviously, it was a little padded. <laughs> hey, creation, right? 
Uh, right now, you can hear, I can hear every bug in the land uh, chirping at me. And there's coyotes, and there's lots and lots and lots of critters, including owls. Have you ever heard a screech owl? <laughs> there's in the middle, I mean, just right about 11 o'clock, 11.30, this owl let loose right in the tree, right like right next to the driveway. <laughs> you know what moves faster than a shooting star streaking across the cosmos? <laughs> Olivia, our daughter, when she hears an owl really close, boom, she's up, she's in, and as she's in, I hear, nope, 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 and she's gone, she's gone, she's gone, she's gone. So she loves, she's okay with creation until she's not. I love the stars too, just like I said, I share that with Olivia, I love the stars. God has spoken to me, oh my gosh, how many times, I cannot remember how many times he's spoken to me through shooting stars? Uh, I st after, what, 80 or 90 mission trips now, I still get nervous at times. And I still have anxiety the night before a mission trip. And uh, it's gotten better, but I still, I still can go a pretty sleepless night before we have to, quote, get up and wake up and get ready to go. And sometimes, many times, one, two, three in the morning, I am standing on my porch or standing in my backyard, and I'm praying, and I look up, and literally, literally, as I look up, a shooting star sh just streaks across the sky. And it's almost like God is saying, I've got you. If I can streak a star across the sky, I think I got you on the mission trip. So uh, shooting stars, love. And I just love being outside. I love all kinds of weather. I really do. I'm, I know I'm famous or <laughs> infamous for loving snow. I love waterfalls. That is the one thing that I wish I lived closer to is waterfalls so I could go visit and just sit and listen. Uh, for, um, uh, for those who have gone through confirmation retreats with, uh, with me and with Firmer Chapel, you know that a waterfall is a very, very, very big deal and it plays a big part in our confirmation retreats. But uh, I'll leave that for another time and I don't want to spoil it for anyone who might be going through a confirmation retreat sooner than later. But I will just say a waterfall for me just is this incredible, um, just this sense of peace, but also this sense of majesty. Um, God has been controlling the waters from the beginning, right? So guess what? Uh, he can, he's okay controlling my life. All of creation, say that with me, all of creation, listen to our passage there's about four verses here, okay, 19 through 22, uh, uh, and, and, and they're all, listen to, listen to the recurring phrase, listen to the theme, Romans 8, as we continue, 19 through 22, for all of creation is waiting eagerly for the future day when God will reveal who his children really are. Wow, that's a powerful verse all by itself, that God's going to reveal who his children really are at the last day. And all of creation is waiting eagerly for that moment. Against its will, this is creation now, against its will, all of creation, say all of creation, was subjected to God's curse. But with eager hope, all of creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. There is coming a day where even all of creation Everything will be new again, right? Everything old has passed away. All sin, all death, 
All decay will pass. All the things of creation that are not good, all the things of creation that are, are dying, all the things that, of creation that are, are, are of, of decay, all the things of creation that are marred and cursed by sin now will see and experience glorious freedom. The same time you and I will be revealed as a child of God. Come on. So at the same time, apparently, because all creation is waiting for us. Think about this. All of creation, the birds, the, 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 the insects you're hearing now, the, the, the trees, the, the, the skies, the, the oceans, the sands, all of creation is waiting for the children of God to be revealed. We, the children of God, are waiting for creation to be renewed. Aren't we? Aren't we? We're waiting for the day, aren't we? We're waiting for the day when all of creation is renewed and refreshed and restored. The new heavens and the new earth. I, again, if you pair everything up, you put everything together, probably a podcast for another time. We don't have the full time to do this, but, but people are still, I think, still surprised to re- realize we don't live forever in a celestial uh, throne up in the clouds of heaven. Heaven, Jerusalem, comes to earth. New heavens and a new earth. I believe this is the new creation. We're going to live in a, in a we're going to live in a physical, glorified physical body in a glorified physical earth, guys. Which is why Pam was so mad when people litter. Take care of it. Yes, it's going to be redeemed, but take care of the earth. And so this is this beautiful uh, uh, symbiosis, symbi- symbiotic relationship, the symbiotic relationship that we have with creation, the creation has with us, that creation of God, children of God, we're waiting. We both are waiting for the same thing. Creation is waiting for the children of God to be revealed. Children of God are waiting for creation to be restored and redeemed. And we're both waiting for that to happen when God calls it, calls an end to it. Jesus returns. And at that point, all of creation, all of children, all the children of God will celebrate this incredible moment. Verse 22, for we know that all creation has been groaning. Somebody say groaning. All of creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. I've shared this before. Fascinating audio of NASA when it sent uh, coming from the Hubble telescope, coming from other uh, uh, instruments they've sent pre, uh, since then, subsequently, you listen and you hear the groaning sounds of the universe. Even the, the tonic plates in the, in, in the ground, uh, when you have, you don't have to have a, a major earthquake, but even like a point something or a one point something that you, we, you and I don't even feel it. But you hear the plates, the tonic plates rub each other, rub against each other and groan. And you hear that groaning sound in the ground. You hear the groaning sound in the, in, in, in the skies and the universes beyond our universe. You hear it. You hear it. It literally is. And, 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 and I think that even all of creation, even though we celebrate birds singing, we love the night sounds, we love the oceans, Waves lapping under the beach, right? Uh, waterfall. We love the waterfall sound. We love the sounds of creation. 
But friends, do not be do not do not be uh, uh, do, do not be caught off guard on this. Do not be fooled. All of creation is groaning, groaning. Why? Because there's a better day coming. There's a better day coming for both the children of God and for the creation of God. And 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 again, all it's the the Paul links the creation of God to waiting to for the children of God to be revealed and links the children of God waiting for all of creation to be restored and redeemed. I can't wait for that day. I love being outside. I love creation. Most of my family does. <laughs> Most of my family does. But do you understand that as good as we think creation is now, as much as we awe and ooh and, and, and wonder and of, of creation now, I can not even imagine the awe and the wonder of creation when it's been restored and renewed and when we, the children of God, have been revealed and we will be able to enjoy all of creation forever and ever and ever. Amen. Pastor Tim is the co-founder and teaching director of the Joshua Center, a leadership training ministry which provides deep biblical roots to great movements of God. He's also the senior pastor of Firmers Chapel, a country church by a creek, reaching 13 countries on four different continents for Jesus and his kingdom. Join us next time as we grow deeper in the person and the power.